Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I have three guests. These are guests from Sandy Padala. She is the founder and CEO of Rex Programming. Um, they all belong to uh, Green Hill School, and they learned coding skills from Sandy and Sandy School. All right, so uh, Surti, did I pronounce that right? Uh, Shruti, yeah. Shruti. Shruti, thanks for being a guest on the show. Timmy, thanks for being a guest on the show. And Avi, thanks for being a guest on the show. All right, I'm going to give each one of you a question, and then you guys can tell us what's going on with you, how you learned the skills, where you presented what you were doing, and what world problems you're, so you're solving. And for those of you in the viewing audience who don't know what this school does, they teach coding from an early age, from kindergarten all the way through high school. Right, guys? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Surti, um, let's start with you. Uh, did you present your work anywhere or was that you, Timmy, that did the presenting? That was me that did the presenting. So Speak up and, and tell our audience about so, uh, your, your presentation. So we made a science fair project with what we did and we went to the Dallas Regional Science and Engineering Fair and we won a honorable mention award from the American Statistical Association for our project. Okay. Um, what was the project? Uh, basically, what we did is we made an AI model to predict op opioid overprescription from various prescribers in the United States. And are they taking that model and they're going to start to, to move it into the medical industry? That's the idea, yes. Brilliant, brilliant. All right. Uh, Sorti, I want to make sure I get your name right. Um, you have something special that you did in regards to the coding. I wanted to get have you bring that out for us. I mean, do you think this is really going to help the world? What, do you, what, is, what is your expertise? Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so what we were kind of hoping was that, because we knew that a lot of opioid addiction happened because of overprescription. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you'd go to the doctor because you had like a broken arm or something, and then once you got prescribed opioids, you might have gotten hooked. So we kind of wanted to nip it in the bud at the prescriber level. So what we did is we took um, data from Kaggle, and we looked at all the information about each prescriber and tried to see if we could predict whether or not they would be likely to overprescribe. And I think the, the best thing, the most exciting thing about it was figuring out the threshold to decide, all right, is it overprescription or not? Because that took a lot of trial and error, and there were so many outliers, so we couldn't do something like a mean. So we went with the median absolute deviation, and we kind of, we had to manipulate a lot of the data to like, kind or not manipulate, we had to work with the data a lot and become really familiar with it. And it was just a really, it was a fun time. <laughs> So all three of you were coding on the same project at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that that's brilliant. All right. All right, Avi, we haven't brought you into the conversation. Let's let's bring this. Talk to me about the results. Um so after we after we got all the data and used the AI model to calculate it, we got, we had a high percentage of um getting which ones were which which doctors did overprescribe and which doctors didn't overprescribe. So we had we had a model if would take if so at, we would test it and at the end if it did overprescribe we would go with the actual results and we got about an eighty percent on that and then on the people on the doctors that didn't overprescribe we would see how how accurate we were on that and we also got about an eighty percent on that so that's a really high um, number so obviously we can, we didn't manage to catch everything but this is um the eighty percent is the eighty percent that isn't being caught currently right now. So if we were if we could track this eighty percent, it would significantly decrease the over overdose of pre prescriptions. Wow, that's brilliant. 
So it's obvious that this is definitely going to have to be adopted. I mean, you've already proven the theory. All three of you are high school students. How do you find the extra time to keep up with your studies and then work on this project like this? Um, so it was, it, was, it was a long process. It was over three months. But the great thing about it was that um, since it was a bunch of coding, we used a GitHub repo and we were able to kind of delegate tasks and work on them individually. And then we'd have like meetings over the weekends and come together and kind of figure out, figure out what the next steps were. So like at, the, at first, a lot of it was cleaning up the data to use. And so we each like took one section of the data to clean up and then it was like running the model and um, you know doing some like exploratory analysis. Good answer. And so you found a way, did, was there any structure that came from the school that helped you organize the tasks that were, were delegated, or did you guys come up with that whole process on your own, just being part of the, part of the crew, if you will? Okay. Anyone? Okay, uh, sure. Um, so the teacher at our school, Ms. Suarez, mm -hmm. she was really like instrumental, I guess, in getting this entire thing done, because our school didn't have, like, traditionally have students go to the science fair so she was like the fair administrator and she did all of the administrative stuff and she helped us come up with ideas for how to run the project and yeah so it was she was super helpful in the the time management aspect of it brilliant right uh, is there anything else you guys want to bring out about the, about the school or what you how this is going to affect other people your age and how it changed your life when it comes to what you're thinking about in college or after college. Um, on the fact about affecting other people, I feel like if we can implement this, it would change a lot of people's lives because there's tons of people that are paying a lot of money, and and a lot of these people can't afford to pay the bill to pay these bills to go to a doctor, but they are, and and in some cases they're getting the exact opposite of what we're, of what they want. They're going to save lives, but they end up or getting over prescribed and dying. So I feel like this will help a ton of people, especially the lower income families. It's really got to give you a good feeling about that. Is there any other projects that you are thinking about exploring next? So I feel like um, the best thing about, or one of the best things about this project was it gave us a really good handle on um, learning about AI, like just in general and learning about predictive models. So if we could like apply that skill to other sets, it would be super useful, I guess. Like there's, um, yeah, so there's like a lot of ideas that we have about taking this project forward and a lot of ways that we were thinking of like, even if the, even if the model is inaccurate in some way, like how to retrain it and retest it on other um, data sets. I wanna know from each one of the three of you, how this school, in your own words, how, how Rex programming helped you from where you were to where you are now and what, what you think the influence was about going forward. Let's start with you. Okay, um, so I'm learning Java at Rex right now mm -hmm. and um, I'm set to take the computer uh, science exam later this year. But I feel like a lot of the stuff I learned at Rex, even though we were coding in Python, it kind of gave me that like fundamental like structure because a lot of it was a lot of the data analysis was just using logic to figure out and a lot of cleaning up the data was using logic to figure out oh this probably means functionally the same thing as this other thing and um it kind of gave me a really really good refresher and a good foundation going forward good answer soti uh timmy so 
So one of the ways that Rex helped us was with help teaching us about AI models and how to use them properly. So we did all of the grunt work ourselves of actually training the model, but they were instrumental in helping us learn how to do that and helping guide us along and help us make our model. Avi, what do you think? Um, Rex was basically where I got all my programming knowledge from. I took almost all their classes and I took them on really early. Such as I took the sixth grade um, AP, I took the AP level Java class in sixth grade. So with that, it gave me a huge boost on learning how to program, which allowed uh, which I feel like allowed us to um, program so well in as a freshman in high school. Now there's other people coming up behind you that are really going to look up to you. What advice would you give a younger generation than yourself who want to get into coding, whether they're girls or they're boys, to to move forward and be able to make a difference in the world and fulfill your own desires. What, what advice would any one of the three of you give the new students that are coming up behind you? I feel like they should try to get a head start and like start learning the material as soon as possible because then they'll get more years to learn it and you'll have more time before you enter high school to actually go through these classes. What about you, Timmy? I feel like, I feel like just just learn a lot of languages. Don't don't stick to one language because then as you look through multiple languages, you'll see you'll start seeing logic in all of these in all of these languages and you'll start viewing becoming more fluent with every language. And so even if you go in a future to a new situation where you can't use anything that you've learned, you'll have the tools to to apply to apply to to make a solution that you want. Okay, and certainly. Um uh yeah, I agree with Timmy. I think the most instrumental part in our success was the way that we all learned coding, which was like not learning just the specifics of any one language, is kind of learning the logic behind how most computer languages work so that you'd be able to go into a new scenario with the knowledge equipped to be able to learn things ab initio. And I also definitely feel like more girls need to do coding. It'd be like, yeah. Well said, all three of you. Thanks for being guests on our show. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. My pleasure. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Don't forget, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.